Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Shoot it! Crosby, shoot it, buddy. You gotta shoot it, son. You gotta shoot it. Get out of the way, ref! Yeah! Sportsfeld story time. We are closing things out on the 2010 Winter Olympics gold medal hockey game. Canada has just won 3-2 in overtime over the United States. The terrible United States vanquished because they were haunted. Uh, Sidney Crosby getting it done. As I mentioned at the end of, end of the last episode, we got to go into work after this, put together the highlights. It was a great time. Uh, and then... This is the sort of thing that you only get to do a couple times in your life. Buddies and I, like everybody I knew that was a friend of mine in the city from way back, we went to the Imperial Pub at Young and Dundas and rewatched. <laughs> we rewatched the entire game from midnight to two thirty in the morning at a bar that was absolutely rammed full. It was jam packed. It was unbelievable. And and watching the Parise goal on replay, knowing what happens. Uh, much easier to stand up. We actually cheered the Parise goal, knowing that it set up the Iggy play. And then everybody yells. It's so good. Everybody yelled Iggy at the same time. It's so good. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I'll never forget watching the replay and how how fun it was to immediately rewatch that entire game in a bar. It was so cool. I also rewatched that game in a bar that night. I could not tell you which one. I know that I was very drunk, but I remember having a very similar experience like everyone was everyone was waiting for it everyone knew it was coming everyone went crazy when it happened again it, it was like it's there's only been two times in my life where i've watched a game and then immediately gone to rewatch it and it was this in the bat flip awesome um and like yeah it was i don't really remember a lot of the rest of my evening i won't lie uh except that i know i rewatched the game and i know that i was not a sober human uh, we did we did the walk the streets thing. I had for a very long time. I had a flag that I had picked up off the ground uh, from that night, but I don't think it survived a couple moves ago. I had it, it was like a plastic flag, which you know, in hindsight, like yeah, it could have been anything. But um, boy, never never gonna forget that. There was a guy. A guy had to get stretchered out of the bar uh, at like three fifteen in the morning that day, and the police showed up, and we all booed because the police were there. Uh, of course. And the pull, and and we're like, come on, let's have last call. And the cops were like, 
And there is no last call tonight. And we all cheered. It was like, it was like a movie. <laughs> like the cops just wheeled the guy out and like the bar stayed open for God only knows. But we were there till 3.30 in the morning. Like it was, it was absurd. Like it was just lawlessness and every bar was packed and everywhere you went, people were going nuts. Um, unbelievable. An incomparable feeling compared to uh, everything else that had ever happened in my life in sports. Even, even the Raptors. Like the Raptors was great and it was a celebration, but like, Steve and I walked home and, and some people honked at us and that was it. Like it wasn't like the city is a zoo for 24 hours. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's what's so sort of powerful about this moment. Cause like the country was a zoo. Yes. It was, you couldn't like, I do think the Raptors as much as they have gained in popularity and as amazing that was, and obviously was way more like personally important for, for me. The Raptors are still, I think, way more niche. That like this is literally Canada hockey. Like you don't get more countrywide universality than that, which is not always a good thing. But yeah. in this moment, it was the best thing. Awesome. We'll never see it again. We'll never see it again because even no, never. And we'll get into this then. We'll get into this now. Twenty fourteen, a Mike Babcock coach team. Uh, just generally not entertaining. Really, I don't really feel like it was all that fun. Uh, I don't remember, no. I don't even remember who they beat in the final in, 20, in 2014. It was sweet. I remember it was Sweden because it wasn't the States because they played the States in the semis. And also all these games were really early in the morning because the games were in Russia, I think. Sochi? Or Japan. Or Japan? I, I think it Sochi. Sochi? Sochi, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was Sochi. They, did, they um, didn't go to, Japan, so, to the late, latest right. Olympics. Right, 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 right. But like, so because the games were early, we didn't have the same like bar type experiences as we could have otherwise. And I remember being kind of excited for it leading up and then it started and it was just kind of like, eh. Well, they did. They yeah. just, they were too good. And they weren't blowing teams out, right? They were just playing way better than other teams. It, it was, it was bad. Yeah. They were Babcocking it uh, for better or for worse. I mean, they were unbeatable. They were 5-0 and one overtime win. Um, you know, they didn't really, they beat Norway 3-1, they beat Austria 6-0, uh, they beat Finland 2-1, and then the only really fun game, the whole tournament, Canada-Latvia in the same, in the quarters. Right. 2-1. Right. <laughs> I, and I, I, re it's crazy when we're talking about like how insane 2010 was. I remember like kind of rooting for Latvia. Yeah. Not because I wanted Canada to lose, because Latvia was such a fun story and like Latvia beating Canada would be kind of amazing. Um, do you remember the Latvian goalie who everyone was like, he's going to make the NHL after this? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> my wife, yeah. my wife knows it. Christers Gudlevskis, 55 saves on 57 shots. Canada really peppered him with a lot. With a lot of a lot of pucks, um, I watched this one. I believe I watched this one in a service uh, Canada because I needed to get it. I was in the passport office. I needed to get a passport. I needed to get it rushed because I was going on a flight the day that Canada won the gold medal. I flew to Florida. They're finally allowing themselves to loosen up on the bench. Canadian players are standing. All of Canada is standing. Count it down, Canada. You've got another gold. Canada has won the gold medal. So I'm almost certainly believe that Canada won the gold medal game as I was 
flying and I don't I didn't actually see any of it. I can't I can't tell you anything that happened in that gold medal game. No, I I did I maybe I watched it at the score, but then I feel like there would have been reaction to it and I don't remember I don't remember like reacting to it. It was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's because we were working in I or like for me I was working in sports at the time so like I was real cynical about sure. it at the time, but I just remember it not like moving the needle for me at all. Uh, Canada beat the States one nothing in the semis. And I, 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 the one thing I remember about this, I think it was like the least exciting or tense one nothing game in hockey history. Yeah, I remember that as well. I remember watch. I remember being excited for that one. I watched that one in a bar, but it was just kind of like they scored and then the game was kind of over. Mike Babcock, man, only he would take maybe the most talented team ever assembled and and beat teams one nothing with them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, they won. They never came close to losing a game. Like, you got to give it to him. But he took, you know, Jamie Benn, Patrice Bergeron, Jay Bomeister, Jeff Carter, Sidney Crosby, Drew Doughty, Matt Deshane, Ryan Getzlaff, Dan Hamhuse, Duncan Keith, Chris Kunitz, Patrick Marlowe, Rick Nash, Corey Perry, Alex Petrangelo, Patrick Sharp, Marty St. Louis, P.K. Subban, John Tavares, Jonathan Taze, Mark Edward Vlasic, Shea Weber, Bobby Lou, and Carey Price. I mean, they didn't lose a game, and it seems to make sense that that team would not lose any games. Yeah, it was just, they were, like, that's it. They got, it got, not that the 2010 team wasn't too good, but I feel like there was enough narratives behind them. They went 6 That it was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then after 2010, it was like, they're just better. And it's no, and like, as I get older, it's less fun rooting for the favorite that isn't a Toronto team. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And the only story left to tell, right, is they had they had beaten America in America in 2002, right, in Salt Lake City. They had beaten right. America in one of the great games that we'll ever see in Canada with in overtime. They'd done that. The big story that was left was they had it was to beat Russia in Russia. That was the that's what everybody wanted to have happen. That was the big advertised thing. It was like, oh man, it's going to be Canada against Russia in Russia. It's going to be awesome. And then Russia bowed out in the quarters, losing to Finland. Yeah. And it was just, and that's what I mean. Like the narratives were gone. Yes. Which I think as much as obviously everything went right in 2010 for narrative purposes, for international sports, international team sports to work in that way, the narratives have to go right. And I remember the women's game in 2014 was way more interesting and fun than the men's. The 2014 women's gold medal game is one of the most unbelievable hockey games you'll ever watch in your whole life. Yeah, I, that one, I definitely watched the score. And that one was like, in my cynicism of like, I don't fucking care about this. That was impossible not to care about. Yeah. Because it was so crazy. Yeah, those, the, those are the 2000 and... Uh, 10 and 2014 women's gold medal hockey games are are two of the best hockey games you'll ever see. They just, they just are. 
Full stop. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, that sort of ends Olympic hockey. That sort of is it. The Canada gets so good and it's not fun that Canada is good, which is a death knell because all the NHL was relying on was Canada being good and it being fun and that being intensive, attention grabbing. That does not happen, uh, which is too bad. But um, that ends up being the end of of, of Canadian and international uh, hockey. And I think part of that has to do with, you know, the, the coming um, Winter Olympics end up being in uh, Eastern Asia, which really like, I think turns off a lot of the appeal for the NHL to get players over there. They say the growth is negligible. Uh, it becomes sort of annoying. Yeah. And I couldn't even, that being said, I couldn't even tell you what happened in the Olympics without NHLers. Here's Raymond along the boards. Roy throws it at the net, juggled by Austin Birkin. It's still loose. The whistle doesn't sound as Austin Birkin gives it up. A dozen seconds to go. They're running out of time. Bork, shot blocked. Another shot, and that deflects high over the net. Robinson to the far side as the clock ticks down, and it will be Germany in the gold medal game against OAR with a stunning upset of Team Canada. I, I don't remember a second of it. I don't know how much of it I watched, but I can assume it wasn't very much. Uh, I'm going to name off some guys on the 2018 Canadian Olympic team. Okay. Rene Bork. Okay. Gilbert Brule. Oh, man, I love Gilbert Brule in the World Juniors. Uh, Andrew Ebbett. Max, Lap- okay. Max Lapierre. Uh, Mason Raymond. How about that? Wow. Mason Raymond is Canadian Olympic uh, what, 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 Actually, oh, I think I, I, think I did know. One of, my, one of my all-time favorite team names in hockey, Wojtek Volsky. <laughs> uh, and your your backup goaltender, not your backup goaltender. I guess yeah, they, they they split it basically. Ben Scrivens in the cage, really? Yeah, Canada finished third, well, won the bronze medal in the 2018 Olympics. And I feel like even around that, like you made the point earlier when the World Juniors crashed out, it was like let's reevaluate the entire sport in the country, right? Like Canada not winning gold at the Olympics in 2018 was just kind of like okay. Like, I know it's because there weren't NHLers there, but, like, wouldn't that mean they should win more? Like, or wouldn't well, that mean it should matter more that, like, we're dominant? Not just the... I don't know. It's hard to Canada, care. It's really hard to care. Canada lost to Germany in the semifinals. Huh. 4-3. And if you had to guess, who do you, who won the 2018 Olympic gold medal? Sweden? No. The, the <laughs> Olympic athletes from Russia... Oh, okay. Well, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, Isn't there anyway, a whole thing of like, because K- KHLers could play or something like that? Something like that. Who knows? Who cares? Who cares about the fucking yeah, 2018 yeah. Olympics? Not me. Yeah, truly. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that that pretty much says it. That was sort of the entire run of Olympic hockey. We didn't really touch on 2002, but I'll tell you this. 2002, I watched the Olympic gold medal game at Walmart. I was watching, I was working at Walmart. And I sat in the electronics department and watched all the TVs and they got very mad at me and I got written up for it. But I was (laughs) 16 years old, so I did not give a shit about that. (laughs) That seems very fair. Yeah. That seems extreme. What did you do in 2002? Uh, I watched in my basement of my house. uh, Yeah, with my friends from my street. And 
We went crazy because that was like that was one of my early like go crazy with friends right. sport watching experience. Like the Leafs had some, but it's at that age where you're not really watching with friends that often. Yes, absolutely right. And so that was. And I think I like. I remember that hockey at 16 more than I did at any other age. Absolutely, absolutely correct. Uh, and that was like I remember that being like a moment in my brain of like, oh, maybe crowds make sports good. That's right. Not that I didn't like. Not that I didn't like sports, but it was like it was definitely a like this is awesome. I was like I was 13 years old and like the hockey was on and there was something to cheer for. It was great. It was great. Well, who knows if they if they went back and say say 2022 was was Olympic hockey in China, would you be in Beijing? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe. Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound I like feel it. like I I think it would genuinely, I think it would have to, at this point, there'd have to be NHLers and it would have to be in a time zone where I could go to a bar. Well, it would give you a reason to go to a bar in the middle of, middle of the day. How about that? <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess so. I guess the World, the World Cup was really fun at 10 in the morning. That's right. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I truly don't. Yeah. There would have to be there would have to be narrative reasons to get me to care. I think. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not going to care about Olympic hockey, just cause. Which sounds dumb, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I understand. What about you? Uh, I want to say that I that I would that I would try to be into it, but I think it would be similar to 2016, where I think it I would fade pretty quick. My my passion for that sort of thing is, is is pretty thin. I'm not gonna lie, and I like the rest of the Olympics a lot. The Olympics are fun to me, but yeah, but Olympics. I like the Olympics too. I'm a trillion times more about Canada basketball, the Olympics, than I am about Canada hockey. Same. I think I think just the Canada hockey, everything about it has just like poisoned my caring ever. Fair enough. Anyway, that'll do it for another month of Sportsville Storytime. All we have to do is say to you, thank you for listening to Sportsville.